Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. That's right. If you find yourself stuck, unhappy, then you might need help. I know for myself, it was the lone wolf mentality, the I got this, I don't need any help, I'll figure it out, I can handle this, um, that actually kept me stuck and held me back and left me frustrated, feeling guilty and overwhelmed. It wasn't until I got help, found a therapist, that I found my way forward. I felt supported. If you would like to feel supported, then go to betterhelp.com forward slash Leo and enjoy your 10% off your first month now. Welcome to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself with your host, Leo Flowers. I am Leo Flowers. Today, I want to talk to you about suffering. That's right, suffering. We, If you're listening to this podcast, chances are you are suffering, struggling in some form or fashion. There's a quote by Karl Marx that says, the only antidote to mental suffering is physical pain. And this resonates to me because I just got a massage yesterday and it was so painful. Not the entire massage, you know, when it was working on my shoulders, it felt incredible and my neck, that felt wonderful. But when he got to the calf muscles, ay caramba, that, that was painful. And, and that's all you're thinking about. You're not thinking about taxes or what someone said to you or being cut off or anything like that. Like the physical pain definitely took away from any mental suffering I was uh, experiencing at the time. And I bring that up because I just picked up this new book titled How Not to Kill Yourself by Clancy Martin, A Portrait of the Suicidal Mind. And Clancy Martin is a professor, philosopher, who has uh, tried to kill himself a number of times throughout his life and has struggled with addiction. And he has finally written a book about, I'm going to say finally, (laughs) but he's written a book recently about how not to kill yourself and what he's discovered. There is so much in this book that I felt like it would be a disservice to try to put it all in one episode. There's just no way I couldn't really get all the meat and the juices and the bone and the, and the meat off the gristle. And like th- this is a, a, a book that I almost feel like needs to, uh, we have to do a book study on. So I'm going to do a number of episodes uh, discussing different parts of this book. They won't be in order, but but I'll definitely let you know when I'm referring uh, to the book and you'll know from the, the title episode. So uh, today I want to talk about suffering because he, at the end, of, towards the end of his book, he has a part called The Two Darts. And he says that there, when we are suffering, there's a suffering that occurs when from the initial incident, like so someone says something to you that causes you great pain and suffering, right? Uh, maybe you're rejected, maybe you're humiliated, 
something happens that causes you great suffering. Now, the, the parable of the two darts is our reaction to the suffering can make the suffering worse. So, for instance, someone says something to me that really upsets me, that really bothers me, really disturbs me, makes it, you know, maybe I can't sleep at night, I'm, I'm kind of dysregulated, and then I double down on that suffering by with food or alcohol or drink or I get into a fight or I destroy something that I've worked so hard to build um, or I project my pain onto someone else, I've essentially made the suffering worse. Or I try to numb it with, you know, pills, pain, uh, pills and potions, um, engage in some sexual lewd acts, like whatever it is, the two dart parable is there's the inciting event of what causes suffering. And then if we react to it in a maladaptive way, right, in a way that further harms us instead of is moving towards a solution or being able to sit with it, uh, that's, that's where the real suffering occurs. Right, because now we're not just dealing with the initial incident. Now we're dealing with the collateral damage of what we've caused, right? And and that's it's hard to do. This is not is not easy. The story he tells in a book is about a rabbit who gets caught in a snare, and some rabbits, you know, they get caught in a snare, and will just you know sit there uh, and wait for the person to release them i mean they don't really know that somebody is going to come release them but some rabbits they freak out and they pull against the snare and end up decapitating themselves so that when we you know react in a maladaptive way to the suffering that we're experiencing that's we're literally like decapitating ourselves right because of how we are reacting to it and now i want to acknowledge the pain of it like i know it sucks right it's awful in the book he says what is false is not the struggle against suffering but the illusion that we can destroy it so in it basically like we have to remind ourselves that we are all struggling i think there's a dangerous notion that we hope to escape from suffering entirely like, oh, if I just get that job, I'll no longer suffer. If I write that book, I'll no longer suffer. If if I, you know, curate the perfect social media profile, I won't suffer. If I have a billion dollars. Like, we all have these images, ideas of where we think if we just if we just get there, if we could just do this, if I just get that, if she just says this then if I just look like that or if I weigh, if I weigh a certain way, I'll no longer suffer. And, you know, I definitely struggle with that. Like, I've lost so many pounds. I've lost, like, 30 pounds. Um, and the suffering is still there. Life, <laughs> life is full of challenges. And, and, you know, Bob Marley said, 
Bob Marley said, truth is everybody is going to hurt you. You just got to find the ones worth suffering for. So even if you think you're going to find the right person, that's, you know, that you'll be finally safe and secure and uh, they want they they may do it intentionally and they might do it unintentionally. Like give a kid a knife and he's probably going to cut you, not like trying to kill you or, or harm you. You just, you know, just give a baby a knife and uh, there, there will be damage. So I just imagine people as babies with knives. <laughs> Like they're they're gonna cut you, but you know, it's not intentional. At least you you hope it's not, right? So how do we how do we cope with this? How do we deal with this? Um, Basically, in a book, he says, "Let yourself feel that dart." So let yourself feel the pain. Going back to my massage. Instead of like, no, no, don't touch me there. That that hurts. I was just like, feel the, feel the sensation, feel the pain. It wasn't until I told my brain to feel the pain, feel the sensation, notice how it moves. Cause it's not like he was just pressing down on one part. Like the hands were moving from one part of the calf to the other. Notice how the intensity changes and breathe through it, right? If we just let ourselves feel the pain of the dart and don't do anything more about it, just let the pain sit with you because it's naturally over time going to break up. You know, I, I think when you look at children, they have this wonderful ability to be laughing one moment and crying the next. And as adults, I think we get into the space where we think we should never have to cry. Like no one should hurt us. We're all adults. Um, and if you hurt me, it's it's intentional. But that's a, such a, a painful existence to not allow ourselves to move from one emotion to the next. And because, you know, we have this, we're so caught up in what has happened in the past to like, no, no, that's not funny because I'm still hurt and I need you to apologize. Babies are so resilient because they just move from one emotion to the next. Allow yourself to feel the pain and recognize the pain and allow yourself to recognize the awe and wonder and joy around you. Like you don't have to stay there. Going back to the initial quote of the antidote to pain of mental pain is physical pain. Uh, I want to highlight that a bit more. We can seek physical pain not through, you know, necessarily cutting yourself or harming yourself, but placing your hands in ice water for a minute to three minutes, taking a cold shower, holding a plank for 30 seconds, like do a, do a workout or do some exercise that, you know, 
just really gets you into your body. Hug someone for three minutes. See what that feels like. Go rake the leaves or, you know, stack bricks. Something physical. Go wash the car. It doesn't have to be extreme pain. It just has to be something that gets you more into your body and out of your head. So find a way. If you if you are mentally suffering right now, find a way to get, you know, even a sauna. A sauna, a steam room, something that changes the the temperature of your body, of your state. But, you know, don't stand there for too long, obviously. Practice the guitar. I find playing an instrument is very pain, you know, because you you have to hold the guitar or, like, you know, playing the drums. But set a timer. Say, you know what, I'm going to do this for five minutes. You can even, if you have a trampoline, jumping up and down on a trampoline, going for a swim, jumping up and down for a song, put a song on. It's just just kind of get out of your your mind and into your body. Some people would even say, write it out. Just keep writing until it's all out. Or, you know, I have a, a bunch of dry erase boards around the house, and I'll, I'll just, you know, write like 20 thoughts and ideas related to a subject. But but it, somehow get into your body, express your body in a way that feels supportive for you, that will feel productive for you, that will feel engaging. Sitting on a couch, watching Netflix, trying to numb it all, that's if you're physically not moving, then the, the thoughts aren't really moving. You're, you're just kind of sitting in the thoughts. So find a way to get into your body. And also remind yourself that we, are, we all have our crosses to bear. All of us. No matter how people look, no matter what they're saying to you, Everyone is carrying their own cross. We are all suffering in some form or fashion, whether it's because we lost somebody, whether it's because something was said to us, or um, financially, emotionally, spiritually, meant like we all have our thing. And, you know, a lot of people, because uh, they don't want to feel vulnerable, they won't tell you their thing and they'll you know appear stronger to you then and then you find out years later that they were really going through something just know we are not alone in our suffering with that take a big exhale or take a big inhale hold for five exhale One more time. Take a big inhale. Hold for five. 
exhale through the mouth. Go ahead and place your left hand on your heart and your right hand on your belly. Just kind of rub that out. And we'll see you here next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. Remember, this podcast is not a substitute for you calling the 1-800 or 1-800, (laughs) the 988 or any of the other international phone lines that are listed in all the show notes, suicide prevention. You can call, chat, text. Um, You go to betterhelp.com forward slash Leo. Get that 10% off your first month now and you can also go to thrive with leo if you want one-on-one coaching if if you are very successful in your in your business person who's checked off all the boxes highly accomplished got all the degrees you've done everything that's been asked of you and you still feel empty or miserable or like there's something missing go to thrivewithleo.com for one-on-one coaching with yours truly Let's get to tomorrow together.